that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here on this edition of the show. I always appreciate your time to come in and see what we have going on. Now, today's a slightly different type of show. Sarah Isley from Lone Body asked me if she could interview me. So we're kind of flipping the script here a bit. It's stretching my comfort zone beyond the, on the other side of the mic. So Sarah just really wanted a up close and personal of me for her company. They've got a, a fantastic company called Lone Body or LoneBody.com. You can find them at, and they deal a lot with toxins and deodorants and lip balms. So I'm highly against the conventional types of products. And Sarah and I have been working together a bit. You may have heard her recently on a past show talking about her deodorant and toxins in deodorant. So I thought it might be fun to put this together with her and for her. And I also thought you may as well hear it as well. So this is basically just a up close and personal. Sarah's going to ask me a bunch of questions about myself again, which is a little bit different, but I did enjoy the conversation, so I hope you do as well. And just before we get into that, I'd like to ask you for a ratings and review on iTunes. Those really help the show move up in rankings. They make the show easier to find, and it gives me a better opportunity to see who's listening and what you guys are enjoying. And if you and if you do get a chance to leave that review, put your name in there, and feel free to leave a website if you're working with a business or, or have your own business. I'd be happy to read that out on air. I'm going to read more as we continue to move forward and as they come in, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. So the next voice you're going to hear is basically is going to be Sarah. We're basically just going to jump into the conversation, so sit back and enjoy. What epiphany moment do you remember the most? Like, or is, what is one that stands out? One of the things that stands out was was supplements, like supplementation. So, as a as an athlete, you know, you, you travel the world. World. I grew up in a very competitive type of world. You're always looking for an edge, and supplements was something that is ingrained in us. You need supplements; they make you bigger, stronger, faster. I was looking at protein, different types of protein, and I just, I'm just, I'm picturing in my mind all these, all this hor- these horrible ingredients and products, and I had, remember, I had trouble sleeping, and then, you know, I, I had some nasal issues, and I was like, what's going on? I was, I was huge. I was like 210, 215 pounds of, of muscle. I was just like this walking beast. I'm only five ten, so. Um, <laughs> And we like that's ingrained in us, you know. As athletes, they say that that's what you need. The more muscle you have, the stronger you're going to be. And it's just not just not true. Now I understand that. So I started reading ingredients, basically getting to my point. And I was just reading the ingredients, and then I would research the ingredients, and then I would see. Like I remember this one time, I saw like uh, I know if you you mix different types of products or chemicals together together, you get different end products, but. I saw some ingredients. One was that the similar product they used in concrete mix. It was in a protein supplement. One was the same ingredient they used in glass, like how to make glass. And I was just like, what am I doing? So I looked to make better choices. So if I wanted to get a, a good 
quality source of protein. Maybe it was just the pea protein, so you could find them in the bulk section. And like a green powder didn't taste very good, but that was much different than your conventional. Um, you get you know those big, big those big yeah. boxes like Muscle Max, like all those. I remember I remember that too uh, when I finally realized what was it? What was that big one that got huge for a while? I've been out of it for so long. It's funny people always ask me what supplements they should. You know, I don't recommend supplements. Have some eat some right. food. I think that was almost like an aha moment. Yeah, that's when I can think back. And then it, it it kind of escalated from there. Then you look at, you read other types of food that you're putting in your body. And of course that moved on to what you're putting on your body as well. So for every, everything from toothpaste to deodorant is start reading the ingredients and pay attention to what you're putting in your body. Does anything scare you? Like something simple along the lines is like, I don't love heights. I suppose. I don't know. It's not all that interesting. So you're definitely afraid of heights. Can we like embellish? <laughs> yeah, not really. I mean, if I had to jump, we do some a little bit of cliff jumping. I'll do that. Like I think, you know, I think I was I was afraid of spiders. Like I like I was freaked out about spiders for most of my life, and I just have a a friend or mentor, and you know, she just said like very. Um, she's just so brilliant in many different ways, and she just said, you know, many of our fears come from our past, and maybe you were. A little kid, and you were scared of a spider or something happened. Maybe you thought you got bit, or maybe it ran up your neck. But not, but you're not a little kid anymore. And I'm right. like, you know, you're you're a grown adult, and that little spider, most of them don't bite, and most of them don't do anything that could harm you. So you you know, you wrap that around your your head, and you think, I'm not. It does. The spiders really don't bother me anymore. <laughs> yeah. So but you actually have overcome even your spider fear, is what you're saying? Yeah, they, they don't bother me much. You know, business-wise, I really I dislike cold calling. <laughs> that, that, I think that's a good one. You know, it kind of bugs me or scares me a little bit. You get into a big room of people, and you're supposed to go and network and market. <laughs> and it's you. You're you're your own business, so you're like basically. I'm trying to convince them that I'm awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what those things like, they're so they're so fake. It gives me like this weird yeah. like you know, scared anxiety because you go and you meet someone, they like pull out their business card and they want to tell you about their business. And, and I don't, I don't want to hear it and I don't want to tell them about mine. So I just right. feel so out of place in those situations. Genuine. <laughs> I can completely relate to that. I don't know if you know that I designed a protein supplement. No. So I designed, you designed a supplement after being anti-supplement? <laughs> well, this is a, a whole food supplement. So it's made okay. with food. It's made with quinoa yeah. and hemp hearts. So that's it is, it's ground into a, a flour so you can put in smoothies or shakes or baking. Um, that's why I know what it's like to – that's why I, I like talking to you guys and I like your company because I know what it's like to yeah. design your own products and bring your own to market. Yeah. So I have my own supplement and, and it's like endless people are knocking on my door saying, hey, will you endorse or, or will you start selling or start talking about my – my multi-level protein supplement. And unfortunately, like people are, are trying to make money. I understand that. Trying right. to make some kind of supplemental income. But usually the companies sell you around on how you can make money instead of how the product can improve yeah. your health. That, that's what really bothers me about those because most, not saying all of them, but most of those products have hundreds of ingredients and they're terrible for your health. You seem like you make a lot of your own food. I do, yep. Do you have like a recipe that just, just like a go-to recipe, like you're, you know, you're feeling lazy or, but you still want to eat something healthy. 
So initially when I answered this question, I sp- <laughs> I'm kind of cheating here because I get the op- given that I'm editing, I give I get the opportunity to change my answer. <laughs> but my first answer was baked beans, sweet potatoes, and salad. I think that's a super easy recipe that you could throw together. And I thought about it again, and given the amount of stir fries that I prepare and throw together, I would probably pick stir fries as my number one just because it's so simple. You throw in, all you do is chop up whatever veggies you have in the house. And then maybe you put some coconut oil, possibly garlic and ginger in a pan. And then you throw in your chopped veggies. That's it. You could throw in some beans if you like. You could throw in some meat. But for the most part, I eat a highly plant-based diet. So it's usually just veggies so that would be my go-to the second one would be smoothies smoothies are super easy they're just like a stir fry all you do is more more so i put it put in fruit smoothies i would eat fruit smoothies so along with complete truth protein but all you do is throw whatever fruit you want maybe some kale or some other nutrients like hemp seeds into your smoothie and that's it you can take it wherever you go so there's so many different options on what you can do to make and prepare healthy meals in a short amount of time. I think it's just sometimes we might not understand how easy it is or look to other options like the microwave instead of understanding that you can get a healthier meal in a shorter amount of time by just throwing things in a blender or in a pan, for for example. Okay, so what are you curious about that you haven't experienced yet? Oh, man. Uh, there's so there's so many things. I'm I'm a curious person. Like I, the, you know, the, the I just want to learn so much from the world. Uh, I want to travel. I travel quite a bit, but I haven't traveled too much overseas. Those vaccines scare me a little bit. <laughs> um, so that's probably one of the biggest deterrences. I, I would love to hang out in Bali for a while. I would I'd love to learn meditation from a real yogi, and I would like to hang out with some elephants. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know where this, where the, I think every, I really like to interview. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I have this weird desire to interview homeless people because I think that everyone should have, should be able to share their story. And I don't think they get a chance to share it on, on any platform. So that would be really cool. Yeah. Yes. I think the fear of rejection, that's probably something I fear when we talked about fears, but the fear of rejection and asking someone. I have no idea who I am. Like, can I interview you? And, you know, and, and them freaking yeah. out or, or just rejecting me in different ways, I suppose. Yeah. That's why I haven't. Yeah. You should overcome that fear and do it. You should. I think you'd be good at it. I'd love to hear their stories. And, you know, what? I, I don't think that, I think if we shine some light on the subject, their stories wouldn't be much different than ours. Maybe, maybe one decision that made a difference. If you could give like one thing to live by, what would it be? I would give kindness to each individual because I think that, well, um, Henry David Thoreau would say there's no such thing as a selfless good deed. So if you, if you offer kindness to other people, you get kindness in return. So that would just make this world a better place. If you were, if you were kind, then you'd live in a place of gratitude and there would be less depression, less anxiety. People would just be more happier giving. And I think that if we could all be a little bit kinder. My last question, what deodorant do you wear? <laughs> I, I do. I, I wear the two. I said on my show 
And I wasn't just saying that for the show. I, I, no, I believe you. I just had to get the question in my own interview. <laughs> yeah, you guys. So I used the two different deodorants. I used the the one that you sent me. I like the non-scented. Mm-hmm. I just found it, it's just really nice. Like it goes on smooth. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a commercial. It goes on smooth, and it. Uh, I've never had an issue using it, and then having odor issues after. So, mm-hmm. for example, I use the crystal as well. And there could be, it could be a, a workout or it could be a long day where I'm sweating, for an example. And the crystal eventually seems to, to wear out. But actually, in prevention, I would put it, I could put it on twice a day. Um, mm-hmm. But with your deodorant, it, it only, um, uh, you put it on once and I really don't have to worry about it. So it's nice. It's nice that way. So why do you still use the crystal? <laughs> you know, well, quite honestly, I, I don't like plastic. Is it because ours is in the plastic too? Yeah. So that would probably be the only reason I wouldn't. Yeah, I hate plastic too. We're actually looking, I mean, it's just, man, finding manufacturers for deodorant tubes, period, let alone um, like something, because ours is softer. Like you couldn't pick it up quite like, you know, just bare like a a rock. But we've looked into like, um, uh, you call it cardboard and bamboo so hopefully like that's actually a move we want to make it's just really actually hard economically and you know just to find it and we want it to be made in the usa you know kind of or just made not made ethically wherever it's made but yeah that's um that's kind of i'm glad you told me that i was wondering that since our last conversation yeah, that'd be so awesome. It's difficult. Yeah. I mean, like, we live in a, a plastic, I don't know, we're a world marinated in plastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just, no. it just bothers yeah. so it, There's times you just can't get away from it. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. you, you have to get, you have to use plastic. And uh, if we can find ways to avoid it, then that that's what right. I do. Yeah. No, I was really thinking about that, actually, um, because, you know, I told you in our last talk that um i decided to quit drinking out of plastic and you know reusing and i was thinking about that exact same thing i was like man deodorant like how do you get around that you know like you because even with those other containers like it's so convenient people people just can't get past convenience i think is the thing like it's convenient to have something that you can just twist up and put under your arms and with some of those other containers, you have the issue of like, oh, you have to maybe push it up from the bottom, you know, like they don't have a twist or whatever it is. So it's just, um, it's, I, I'm glad the world's kind of geared more towards that now in general. But like, you know, people complain about that kind of stuff all the time. And it's like, well, you want to be eco-friendly, but you, you know, you also don't want to be inconvenienced by having to use deodorant differently than normal you know so but yeah i'll keep you posted on that we're working on that might be a while but you know at least it's something you guys are thinking about the convenience thing is so so difficult like you know we live in that convenience type of world you know what's something that bugs me a little bit is if you, you send a message on um uh, let's say you send a message through facebook for example so i don't use a cell phone anymore i stopped using a cell phone so I had to find different ways to communicate with people. So, so social media, I have my membership group on there. I use Facebook a little bit more often. Anyways, so you send a message to someone 
and the convenience of clicking a button. So the response is one of those thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So that, so that, <laughs> and I don't know what, well, I know why that bothers me, but I just think it's so, it's so impersonal and it's so, I don't know, it's lazy. It's, it's right. you know, so, so now we've moved from a couple of words from, you know, you have Twitter that's so many characters and it, we don't write, stop writing letters. I mean, I liked your, yeah. I liked your, like every once in a while I send out handwritten thank you notes. Like I liked your card. Mm-hmm. I have it around here. It looks like a little postcard. Like that's it's good yeah. marketing. I like that. But what I'm getting at here is, it's, we just find so many different ways to make life easy, and mm-hmm. still we run out of time. Like no one has time to do anything. Yeah. And, and everything's more convenient. So yeah, we can't even say thank you anymore. But there's a thumbs up, and and that's going to be acceptable if it's right. not already. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool that you stopped. So what do you, do you just use a landline when you make phone calls or? Oh, you know, what's funny. I I put a post, I wrote a post about it and and all these, everyone was checking it out. It got quite a bit of traction. And then that was probably, I don't know, two, at least two, maybe three months ago. And then someone recently asked me, they said, I don't know how you go out with, go around without a cell phone. And I didn't even realize I wasn't using one anymore. Like we didn't always use cell phones. And I think that. Because in our lifetime, we didn't use cell phones. I mean, I clearly remember no such thing as a cell phone. And we you know. got along just, we ran businesses. Kids got home safely. Right. I think we had better relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and now people, when I tell people that, they say, oh, I, I could never, even business owners, it doesn't matter. Like, I would never be able to survive without a right. cell phone. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many different ways. Like, it's endless. The only thing that I noticed was that people couldn't contact me whenever they wanted, which was actually beneficial because most of the time people contact you, it's for reasons right. that they don't need to contact you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless it's personal, that's different. It's family, yeah. friends. You know, then they can contact me. But there's Skype. You know, there's Skype. You can actually call. I call through my email account, um, mm-hmm. and then there's endless social media ways where people reach you. So. The phone, the phone was just, it was just entirely wasting my time. Actually, I read this article that it was the top business owners or top entrepreneurs uh, in the world at some point. It was like a success magazine. And each one of them said, what's the biggest waste of your time? And each one of them said, my smartphone. And, yeah. And I always look to learn from other people. So I thought, you know, the phone's sitting there next to you while you're working on a project. So, or instead of enjoying a sunset, you're there taking a picture of it. And, and to me, it was like it was more of a distraction than a compliment. So I thought, why am I letting this little piece of electronic run my life? Well, I don't want to take up much more of your time. I was going to ask you though, what is your protein powder, and where is it available? Or is it? Are you selling that somewhere online? Or yeah. So, well, we just got we just started working with a distributor that's that's doing really well. But so what happened was is that we I was selling in retail stores. And I was doing all the things that I didn't want to do. So making the, those cold calls and staff, you had staff training and you have to do trade shows and samples. And so it was actually in 26 retail stores across Canada and I was running my life in the direction I didn't want to go. So I just took them all off the shelves and I said, I don't want to do that anymore. So I just started to sell online and you know, my life changed in a big way. So I don't sell in stores, although we have a distributor that's, that's doing a lot of that for us now. So, 
Um, we just I just sell online right now and let, we're still working it out, but business partners or distributors do their own thing with it. So so for the most part, we, we just sell online and uh, that's, what, that's where I direct. Cool. What, uh, what's it called? That's called Complete Truth Protein. All right. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of the show. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for checking that out. Thanks for Sarah for inviting me in to do that. That was, <laughs> I can't believe how different it is. You sit behind a mic all the time, but it's so different when you're asking questions to when you're answering questions. So I hope I did all right, <laughs> but it's completely different part of your brain you're using. I think when you're asked those, you do things day in, day out, you know, you, you prepare those stir fries or your meals. I don't think I've ever thought about, you know, one of my fears or any little thing like that in, in quite some time. So it was kind of cool to stretch my comfort zone. So I do appreciate Sarah for, you know, in welcoming me on to do something like that. And thank you for being here to check that out. If you want to check out Sarah and more about what they have to offer, check out LoneBody.com. If you do get a chance, I'd love a ratings and review on iTunes. Again, that means so much to hear your thoughts about the show and to help the show out move up as well. So you can head over to iTunes. All these past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. And if you want more details about me and what I do, we have a fantastic online membership program where we, where we offer fitness programs and nutrition weekly meal plans as well. So you can check that out at trueformlife.com. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.